Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. Is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on Cranberry.fm, episode number 289. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Local. Hey, hey. Oh, lots of news going on these days. It's There's a bunch of stuff happening. All over the map. Oh, 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 you're talking about SEO. I was thinking U.S. politics. Never mind. <laughs> no. Not touching that with a 10-foot pole. No, thank you. Um, oh, I am going to the States. I'm going to Hawaii for a couple of weeks, and, and that... Uh, Oh, nice. Well, like, I guess we Hawaii's, shouldn't post anything negative on our Facebook. Because, <laughs> well, you know, Hawaii's freedom good. of speech is you're so good. strong there. You're good in Hawaii. They've blocked the travel ban indefinitely. So you're good if you go there. No, I'm not. It's not the travel ban. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the, the customs agents. A little uh, zealot, zealous these days. Uh, anyway, we'll see. I'm the only Canadian amongst the group, my little group here because the rest of my kids and my wife are American. So. Yeah. Nice. I'll be looking at me going, what the hell are you doing with them? <laughs> or, or, or vice versa, looking at them going, what are you doing with him? Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, anyway, uh, I guess we should start going here. Uh, first uh, is an article called The Death of Organic Search. Yes, as soon as I heard death, I thought, oh, no, no. Not but another it was, death of SEO, but it's not. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad. No. No, I think Dave knows better. So it was Dave yes. Davies that did it. Uh, yep. Overall, Webcology, if you, if you listen to him and Jim's show, he's pretty smart. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. That's right. Um, okay, so, well, I, I did read through it, but why don't you start? You've made the points here, so. Well, yeah, I, I just kind of walked through the sections of his article where he talks about how organic search is changing. And it's when he says the death of organic search, he puts in parentheses as we know it. So he's not saying it's going away by any means, but it's changing, right? And a few of the things he talks about in depth, and we don't have enough time to go through the entire article in depth, but he talks about how machine learning is having a big impact on organic search. Um, And I'm still a little fuzzy on how this changes what we do um, as far as machine learning goes. 
I, I, what, what are your thoughts? I, I, I don't think machine well, learning changes what we do as much as it changes um, how people get to the information or how Google decides what information to show. Right? Well, it was all. It's like a. It's like a, a long. Uh, you know, a, a long joke. You know, you start with all the points, and then you finally hit the punchline. Um, and uh-huh. in this case, that's just a component. You know, one of the quotes here. I'm not sure who it's from. Um, says between machine learning, the limited space available available for organic search, and the growth of both voice search and personal assistance, is it on a death spiral? Um, so he's essentially saying that the machine learning has allowed Google to understand better what we're saying, um, and they've they're minimizing space within organic search, which is true for non-paid content, um, yeah. and the potential to even rank um, in those. And the growth of voice search through Google Assistant, uh, we're just talking Google here. Obviously, there's other ones that are even better, uh, perhaps, Um, you know, that it's now getting to the point where um, what SEO is, is changing fundamentally to the point where we're going to have to, I don't agree with this component necessarily, although I agree that this is possible in a very unlikely world, but that we'll completely rely upon voice assistants for search. Um, I just don't see that happening. Of course, I've been wrong before, but I just don't see that. You'd have to trust Google infinitely, and I, I don't think well, I'll well, ever people, will. Yeah, but but I th- I don't think he's talking about just for search. I think I think what he's re- referencing here, or the bigger picture here, is that voice as an interface at some point in our future, maybe not while you are, you and I are still alive, but when our kids grow up, voice will be the primary interface between humans and technology as opposed to keyboards. Oh, I totally agree that even that, I think that's within 10 years or one of the main ones anyway. I don't um, think it'll surpass keyboards in 10 years. Um, I do because a lot of people don't even have one. They use their phone for everything. But they type into their key. They type into their phone now. Very. I don't know hardly anybody who talks into their phone search-wise. Uh, well, you know, he was citing some stats. Whether or not those were, uh, you know, widely I, accurate, I, I don't know. But he said have, younger generations are doing it quite often and in public even. I have one friend that does it insensibly, and he's as, he's as, as annoying as anybody can be when he does it. So it's like <laughs> it's like everybody tells him to shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan, like I say, but um, uh, I think at home for sure. And one of the examples I did, I I was I don't know I was shaking my head a few times here, but um, and you know that tends to happen because. You know, there's a lot to understand here. But the one thing he did give, which I really liked, uh, should I walk through that? I don't know. There's an example here uh, of an interaction between a searcher and Google Home. Yeah, I would, I would I, I, I go ahead and walk through it. And now, before you do, I'd love to see this happen. But I don't think anybody of our generation will ever get comfortable enough, like you said, to have those kind of conversations with their computers. It's, it's short enough. I think you could walk through it pretty quickly. Uh uh, it's not that short. <laughs> I think I'll just paraphrase it. The The idea is someone's shopping for his shoes. They ask Google Home, would you like to shop for men's or women's? And then they work their way down through questions. Um, uh, okay, Google, show me the black ones. Google filters it. He's showing them on um, a TV, by the way. So one of the questions from Google Home was, where would you like to see them? He says, cast them to my TV. So he's watching it from there. He's making the decisions. He says, this is for a wedding. Google, oh, so would you like to add that to your calendar? Yes, I'll add it to my calendar. Um, I like the black pair in the top right. Where is it available cheapest? And then Google provides that info and then you can buy. So, yeah, and he says, order that for me. And Google says, order confirmed. Yeah. And, and, and there are instances I know of people using Amazon's uh, 
Alexa to do that. Not something that that personal though. Usually it's like toilet paper. You know, something that's, <laughs> you know, just make sure it's extra soft. You know? Ross, <laughs> Ross, I, don't, I don't know how it is in Canada, but toilet paper is pretty personal here in the States. <laughs> just <laughs> hey, saying. It's got to be soft. It's got to be ordered. That's it. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, things like that. I, I listen to a few podcasts that talk about this stuff all the time. I love the, you know, the, um, the Internet of Things. I think it's fascinating. Uh, I mean, talking about changing our landscape, but. It, uh, you know, search, uh, it's going to have some serious growing pains. But you, you know, obviously, Dave's right. Anyone could say that search is changing. In this case, is it going to vastly change and, and it can be unrecognizable? Of course. When, though? Well, you know, what's that? You know who's going to be a huge player in the personal assistant market here within the next year? Samsung, right? Because Samsung just, just released the, the, they're starting to do advertising for their new phone. And yeah. one of the things they talk about, they've got a new personal assistant built in. I can't remember its name, but it's a guy's name for the first time. It's a guy. And I can't remember the name. But if that takes off and people start using it, Samsung's is a huge maker of like televisions and other appliances that are in every home. If they start integrating this personal assistant into other technology that they, they are a leader in, that one will quickly eclipse both Amazon and Google. If they can if it do it right, right off the bat. If it works, yeah. yeah, if it works well. But, you know, the one thing that Google has that none of them have, um, frankly, even close to, is the brilliance in machine learning. Um, and their yeah. voice recognition and stuff is, is amazing. So Google is poised to be the people, to be the ones that win, but they screw stuff up all the time. So who knows? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting. It'll, be, it'll definitely be interesting. Yes. And, oh, and, 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 well, if you think about it, Samsung's runs on Android, right? Because the Samsung yep. phones are on Android, so that there's an interesting tie there because they could deal. They could, if Google sees themselves falling behind and Samsung taking a the lead, there could easily be a deal made there to combine the two. Yeah, or uh, no, I guess in, in, yeah, I guess they can't. Google can't do any flexing of muscles because that would be, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Google, my Microsoft knows as well. What's it called? Um, go, you take it, get taken to court for this stuff. Uh, anyway. Uh, Oh, thanks for help. Uh, <laughs> I was just seeing how long you would flounder. <laughs> <laughs> Antitrust. That's it. There you go. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyways, um, it's a perfect segue, though. Uh, well, I guess, first of all, let's finish off this. So um, he, he's saying that, you know, he doesn't believe that, you know, he has an answer where it's going to go uh, ultimately. But uh, and thank God that would be that would be a, a, a bit of a. a a misstep, but he does say that he feels that uh, Google will always want to have answers to questions, so providing content that answers, I'm quoting him here, providing content that answers questions or provides tips and information will get you found. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, I, th I think the whole thing for me at this article, the big takeaway from it is that this is changing. And it's going to continue to change. And what we do is going to have to adapt and adjust to the changes in the market. And if you're still an SEO that is focusing and really talking a lot about how H1 tags work, you are so far behind the curve. It's like, you know, you're learning how to run bases in the minor leagues when you should be playing pro ball, right? Yeah. You, you got to stay on top of this stuff. Anyway, it's... Um... Yeah, I, I think it will do a good job of shrinking the field of SEO uh, down to the people who really know what they're doing, though, because um, it'll be pretty obvious when they don't. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's already pretty obvious when people don't know what they're doing, and then we have to deal. We have to, to clean up after them. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I did I found find interesting here was a discussion. I had missed this. It was based on some information from um, Matt Southern over at Search Engine Journal, and it was about uh, how search. Uh, it seems like when Google is providing search results now, more often than not, they're providing. Uh, information about the product through a third party not the place where you can buy it uh, so that the, hopefully you come back to google and then click on a paid link that goes to the place where you can buy it and mm. uh, yeah i find that fascinating and, and it would be the kind of subtle brilliance that google would be doing I mean, it makes sense right that would hit the bottom line well um I've been telling people for at least a year now that if you're focusing on your product pages for your organic search, you're in trouble. You need to get away from that strategy and move on to real content around why your products and services are good and how to use them, not just hoping someone searches for your product and buys it. It's very true. Yeah, and that's why yeah. we have authority building plans. You know, you have mm -hmm. to build that authority through fantastic, uh, earth-shaking content, the kind of stuff that people will not have any choice but to share if they're interested yeah, uh, or at least like. All right. Well, it was a good article. Certainly worth a read. Uh, kudos good to job, Dave. Dave. Yep. Yeah. Good job, Dave. Really enjoyed it. Um, uh, his his writing has improved dramatically over the years, which is great. Uh, remember when we started working together ages ago? We both had uh, a lot to learn about writing. <laughs> it's nice to see how people progress. Yeah, um, I'm, start, I'm still learning the first. I'm still learning that spelling piece. <laughs> we know. We know. I know. The people that know me know know that I'm not exaggerating there. <laughs> um, so you know, ranting here uh, is a nice thing to sort of segue into this next bit um, because I was a little, yeah. Anyway, Google doesn't do things right necessarily. Well, this is a perfect example of frustration to a level that <laughs> I haven't experienced in a while. Okay, so a client of mine, Hotel Z, um, a great uh, business in Victoria. Uh, they have a couple hotels, uh, very unique hotels. They're very well known um, in, in British Columbia because they're so unique. They're very retro. Anyway, they have um, obviously a knowledge card for their local listing, their Google My Business listing and search. So if you typed in Hotel Z Victoria, um, you would see uh, their knowledge card. And in their knowledge card, you would see a couple images that represent their brand. Well, uh, even now, if I go and click on them, I notice that most, or, or some of them anyway, certainly the first one, it seems each time, are from a Russian site that Google, for some reason, believes is an excellent third-party site to drag from. Well, <laughs> this little tiny <laughs> box of a house called The Cottage was showing up as their... Hotel, you know, page one, Hotel Z, getting tons of visits. Um, you know, it's getting a lot of views. Not exactly what you want to go and spend time at. Retro, indeed, but not exactly what you want to stand, stand any time at. So I contacted Google and I said, you know, this has to be changed. I can't seem to remove it. We've tried to, uh, we've said to Google, this is not appropriate. This is not the right image. Nothing's happened. Okay, sir, we'll get back to you within the, you know, you know, they're very, very polite. They get back, we'll get back to you tomorrow, we'll, we'll, and, and I'll let you know uh, after I talk to the program, or the, uh, uh, I guess I said programmers, or developers, uh, 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 you know, and, and we'll try and work this out for you. I get to him the next day, the damn picture is still there, and he says, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, we, we've done what we can, we can't change that, you're going to have to contact the third-party site and have them remove it. Like, what? <laughs> this is Google, you... 
He's no, sorry, I'm, but this, sorry, we we just can't control it. You're Google, aren't you? <laughs> you control what is shown. This company, I mean, and even in the picture, you see the multicolored wall of the real hotel next to it. Um, it is so clear that this is not the right picture. Um, you can go to their site and see as well. So can I play devil's advocate? Brother, sure. So, so, you, so, so you know how when we're doing SEO for a client that's on uh, one of those big build-your-own websites and five-minute hosting companies, right? Um, what are the what is it? What are some of those? Uh, what's the one that's had Wix. the uh, Wix had the SEO contest, right? And you notice a major issue with their site, and and you say, okay, contact your hosting company, have them change this. And they're say, they'll go in and say, well, we can't change it because if we change this for you, it'll impact everybody else. In your situation, they found an image algorithmically, you know, there, to, to your point, there should be a way for them to go in and look at each individual image and say, no, not this one. But if they don't have no. that, they would, they would have to change the algorithm to get rid of that image instead of if they don't have it built in to pull from this one source to be able to edit images, that's a problem. But if they don't, they can't fix it. Yeah, well, and that's typical Google. They always run at things 100 miles an hour without implementing everything. Um, right. All, and they do it on the fly, and it causes nightmares for many businesses. On a, not, not that I have any experience with that. Um, so, this, so I was looking at these <laughs> pictures. This this hotel definitely it looks like a, a hippie hotel, a place you'd go if you're like, it's it's, it's it actually looks pretty cool. But if their their hotel um, vehicle is an old VW bus painted up to look, it's pretty cool. It is. It's a really fun place. I went there with the kids, and they've got like a indoor slide, and they've got ro- rotary phones and um, typewriters. They're not actual typewriters, but they look like it. I mean, it's it's so cool. <laughs> it's fun. Um, but yeah. Anyways, this 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 cottage it couldn't be removed. I was just losing my mind. I go, well, what? Okay, fine. Who do I contact? Oh, Oyster.ru. Sure, they're gonna listen to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's still in there. I see it, or a different one. Yeah, it's a different one now, um, and yeah. it's from another company that's also in Russia. I have no idea why they're all Russian. <laughs> There's so many images for this hotel in Canada that they're thought, not using. I, I thought we were talking about American politics this time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Excellent, excellent. Yes. So um, it did finally get fixed, and not. I don't know. Like I have no idea. Was it because we cited them as bad images, perhaps? But if that meant that it had to go through a team who could then change it, his argument made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't uh, – none of it made sense. And, and, and it was so clear it was wrong. It was hurting the company. I'm sure it couldn't have been good for business. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh, no. I should, send, I should say that that's an old picture of the cottage. Um, the next day when I went, they had a new picture of the cottage where apparently it had been renovated. Oh, it looks beautiful. Wow. And a nice hotel. Um, like <laughs> it's like okay you fixed it kind of you've got a more updated photo right. of the wrong house <laughs> so so we know google makes mistakes it's nothing new oh. yeah except when it really impacts a business that drives me up the wall um and you know this is so basic uh at any rate there i'm done and i think i need a breather so let's take a quick break <laughs> we get back we'll jump into some more news seo 101 will be back right after recess Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. 
and engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn, so you can reach us before and after every program located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E digital.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Welcome back to SEO 101 on Cranberry.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Local, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. And it's for everyone to know, I will post a picture in our Google Plus community forum of what a, <laughs> this, this little cottage that was showing up for Hotel Z. I mean, it's priceless. You got to see it. Um, and so it will be there. Um, okay, you posted this, so I'll let you take the next. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh, one of these things. Again, we we do this occasionally. There's something we've known for a long time that Google finally got around to confirming. Um, so, and they actually they've confirmed it before because it's part of the Google guidelines. It's just nobody ever remembers that it's part of the Google guidelines. Google doesn't want the search results from your website in its search results, right? So, and it was very clear, and I think uh, Gary actually made it known that Google can automatically detect something that looks and acts like a search result page, and they will remove it from the index. So, and why this is a big issue, because I've seen a number of CMSs over the years that basically do all their all their pages based on searching a database and every product page and every listing of product types, if it's an e-commerce, looks like a search result page. And that can be a huge issue for you from a indexation in Google ranking, organic rankings perspective. So just confirmation from Google once, once and for all, um, or again, if you actually have taken the time to read the guidelines, they do not want search results from your site in their search results and are actively trying to remove them. So if you have pages like this on your site or your clients have pages like on the like this on your site, 
you can reformat them. You can change them the way they look to get rid of those signals that make them seem like search results. If it has a little thing up on the top of the page that says, um, your search has found 300 listings out of X number of listings, it's going to be seen as a search result page. Even if you format it and make it look like a listing category page, it's still a problem. So fix that stuff to make sure if you're having problems getting them indexed, that could be one of the reasons. Excellent. Okay. Oh, and this next one's a beauty. So, um, <laughs> oh, well, so the SEM Post, fantastic site. I know we keep saying that, but it's, it's because it is. Uh, uh, Jen posted an article. Uh, it was essentially just some news, um, and, and in her defense, probably just on the fly, but mentioning that 404s, uh, Google had announced that, or replied, I believe this is a Mueller file, that 404s do not affect site quality uh, from Google's perspective. <laughs> now, we both agree that's definitely very narrow, focused. Um, what I remember the article saying was that if, if you have a 404, a few 404 pages on your site, it's not a big deal. Google realizes that has to that happens. Uh, it's, it's not something that's going to have a, a negative effect on your site. However, I'll let you take this. I know. And I, and I think what they were talking about primarily is if someone links to your site and the page doesn't exist for the offsite references, because he, he, he definitely even mentioned specifically that if, it, if we counted his quality, people would just create a bunch of 404 links to sites and, you know, and use it as negative SEO was what he was trying to apply. But what they didn't cover here is 404 showing up in internal navigation. That's a huge problem. And that, that goes to the, the, the overall URL normalization and site quality, not only from a Google perspective, from a user perspective as well. And that's something you have 100% control of that you can fix. And if they're saying that that's not a signal, that's the same as them saying social is not a signal because we know it is. <laughs> yeah, which they did just say. <laughs> again. Yeah, I know. They always say that. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't believe them again. No. Um, so... Interesting. I went back to an older post, and they are, they were saying that does do 404 errors have any impact on Panda 4.2? Um, I guess you know, that was a pretty direct question, so I wouldn't say that. Maybe maybe they were right saying no to that because um, yeah. we're not talking just Panda. We're talking about overall. Yeah, 404s were issued before Panda was even a thing, so that could easily be a no because Panda didn't address that. Yeah. Um, so 404 errors, error pages do not cause a penalty. Um, this is what Iish said back then. Uh, well, I, I agree with that. They're not going to cause a penalty. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Google ignores links to 404 pages. And aside from some edge cases, regular 404s and soft 404s have links ignored too. So again, mm -hmm. he's talking about links. Uh, of course, they don't say whether it's internal or not. Um, and, the, and, and the other thing they don't talk about is here is... In many cases, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, Ross, a site owner or even a web developer might say, well, this is a 404 page, but the server is configured incorrectly and it's not seen by the engines as a 404. It might be a 302 redirect, which could be more of a soft 404, but still, you know, depending on how that 404 page is handled, I've seen plenty of dynamic custom 404 pages returning a 200 OK. So there's a lot of things to deal with when it comes to 404s and just flat out saying they don't affect site quality for Google SEO is kind of misleading in my book. Fair enough. And and just so the people who her eyes are glazing over, 404s <laughs> are errors, er, pages they get to that are errors, uh, they're not they're no longer there. That's, that's essentially that's the server error that Google sees, Any uh, even your browser sees when you go to a page that's not there. 
200s are 200 okay, as John was just saying. That's when everything is right and rosy. You're getting to the page, and and it's the one you want to see, um, or at least it's there. <laughs> it's sort of the one you want to see, but it's it's there. <laughs> it uh, there is something at that URL. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is something that oh, you already added that. Uh, all right, I added it lower. But um, uh, how some chat boxes can be hit by the Google intrusive mobile interstitials penalty. Wow, yes. that's a big word. So uh, I'm glad you we talked it. about. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. I should have got you to say. Um, so we were actually uh, we've talked about the interstitials penalty a few times in the past. Uh, it's essentially uh, Google saying that, no, we don't want you to block people from seeing your page. They're making them have to do something like click uh, this or click that to get to the content. Uh, it's intrusive. It's not good for their, the, their uh, user experience. They are going to. Uh, have a negative in- impact on any visibility you have for your site. Well, there is a takeaway here apparently that uh, chat boxes, and I would say it's fair to say grossly large ones um, that pop up on a mobile device or take over a screen can be hit. Um, and, these and, can be considered and, and help people understand the chat boxes. Chat boxes in a regular desktop environment, you see that little thing in the bottom corner where the thing pops up and says, hey, think, you know, is there anything we can help you with on our site, right? Which is pretty common these days, especially in e-commerce sites. Um, but in a mobile environment, that little chat box can block the entire screen. And that's what we're talking about when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And, and fair enough. <laughs> I, I, this, I, I had to paste this. This is uh, a little conversation John had, John Mew had with someone. Brock Ellison asks, uh, do chat boxes count as mobile interstitial Google penalties? Uh, his John's answer, if you cover the page, that's pretty obnoxious, right? Use a banner instead. So yeah. I think good, Google's on pretty good solid ground here. I mean, <laughs> you don't yeah, want to. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think if there's anything that pops up that blocks the page, chat boxes, we've seen ads, we've seen, you know, there's all kinds of things that will pop up on a page. In a mobile device, if it blocks the content, you have potentially going to be in trouble from Google. And this is not just a lower search results. This is an actual penalty. Fair enough. All right. Uh, we're, we've got a couple more pieces of news to come up, but uh, we should take a quick break. So we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Welcome back to SEO 101 on Cranberry.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Local, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. All right, so this I didn't read, so fill me in. So um, Barry wrote an article, someone had pointed out to him that Google has removed the city from local map listings on search results. So like, you know, if you see the pins and it's showing the top three, the, 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 the local box, the top three, they've taken the city out of that for local results. So the example was plumber. So if I typed, you know, a plumber where I'm at now, it'll show me some close to me, but it won't tell me what city they're in. And I, and I did some testing. I said, okay, well, what if I say plumber Cleveland, which is where I'm at right now, it still didn't show me the city, even though I put that in my search result. Then I found thought about, okay, where's this a place about 20 minutes away? Akron. I did Plumber Akron. Still did not show me the city. Just showed me the, the name and the address um, and not even always the address. Then I did, okay, what about one about an hour away? I did that. And it still did not show me the city. When I got to about two hours away from a city from where I'm at, it basically didn't show me the address at all anymore. It just said city and state. Yeah. So it, it's I don't see that either. Yeah. yeah. I, it's small, but it's it is interesting. But but I was I was trying to figure out well how could I use this at all to understand you know local search and the the geospatial relationships between where I am and where my search results are right and it, it, can I make a definite is there a place where I can draw a line and say at this far away they're going to change the way the results are shown. So if they're changing the way the results are shown, are they changing anything else about the algorithm? It's something that we need to look into and test some, but it's, it's always fun to find these things, even though they might seem simple from a user perspective. If you take a step back and say, well, how can I use this data to maybe further analyze the intelligence that I'm now getting to better understand how it works? So if you're that kind of thinker and you do that kind of stuff, be interesting to hear what you come up with tied to this because I'm going to dig into it deeper. Yeah, I mean, you know, another um, issue I've been having with one of my clients, and it's fascinating to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm dealing with a client where we've done everything right from a local perspective. Um, we've found we've, you know, he has the most reviews, in, in, and I mean three, four times the reviews of anyone, and they're all they're extremely well done, beautiful, like they look beautiful, great. Um, uh, in Yelp, he's number one. Um, and there's even a Yelp page saying uh, top orthodontist in the city, and you click on that, he's number one. You go to any site, he's done a pretty good job of covering the bases and ensuring that he's got reviews in other places, and, and his site is pretty decently optimized, although we're doing an audit on that. Um, you know, he doesn't have any rankings. They're actually plummeting. And it, I, what, I, what I wanted to get at here is that it is a, a, it's clear that local has quite a connection to whatever's going on on, the, on, on your search, on your, on your website, because there is nothing wrong with this local profile that I've been able to detect. And I've been doing this long enough that I usually do see it. Um, now, 
we did make a find. We found a duplicate site of his. And we're like, what the hell? <laughs> what don't we know about this man? Dupl so, duplicate website or duplicate like location, nap location for local? Web website. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. But still, that shows a connection to local that Google's been kind of quiet about. You know, they, they usually say, well, you don't even need a website, blah, 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 blah. Um, this guy has a stellar reputation everywhere. But this well, is we, happening. So we're... we're but I, we, I think it's partially because the the pigeon update was a couple of years ago now um, was really focused on. There were some major changes in the way local worked from an algorithmic standpoint because of that. It didn't get nearly as much coverage as they I thought they should have because local wasn't as big a deal when it happened. Right. And one of those major changes was the merging of the of the partial merging anyway at that time of the local algorithm with the organic algorithm. Right. Mm -hmm. It was there was a very clear discussion and indication that those two algorithms had merged in, in some significant ways. And I think that's probably what you're seeing here. Well, I tell you, it's it, it's good because I know, you know, we're going to find the answer. and We're going to be able to clean it up. And he's already in such a good position. He's going to soar. But yeah. it's so frustrating when you see stuff like that <laughs> and then trying to dig it up and then finding out the client didn't tell you about a site. Hello. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it is it a is it a duplicate site or is it a, no? It's a, it's a duplicate design, different content. Same same. Okay, we're gonna get techie. This is two hundred one stuff. Same um, class C. Probably I didn't look at that yet. Yeah. All right. But you uh, know, and, and in, just, in just fairness, it's targeting a different market. It's targeting adults only for orthodontists. But I wouldn't have done it that way. Obviously, I would have built that into his existing site. However, yeah. Eh, old school. Is it have a Again, I would be looking at okay. Does it have a any problems with its backlink profile that could could be bleeding over to the other site? Yeah. And then, of course, if they're using the same nap on both sites, there's your there's a big issue with your local side. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of work to do to clean this up. But uh, uh, yeah, at least I'm happy to say that he's going to be up to the top. He probably want to be our best our best examples of a of a client that's doing well because he's. I love it when clients listen. He's got the reviews <laughs> spread out. He's not just doing it on one place. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Nice. All right. So we're, we're going to get into, do you want to say it? It's the Gary files. No, the Jerry. Oh, yeah. So, see, I shouldn't have said it. You know, you know me. I, I can't even spell <laughs> the right. Jerry so, files. Jer the Jerry files. The Jerry files. That's our new couple name for when John and Gary do something together. Jerry. <laughs> I love it. So Fred has been confirmed. By Google, finally. And yeah. I love this. Uh, there's even like, so Fred was a, a, a Google updater a while ago. And it, for all the people. Of the month. It's beginning of March. So it's been a while. Yeah, it has been. And and uh, it's Fred is just the name Gary just threw out there for it. Gary E-ish. Anyway, from Google. And uh, silly name, but whatever. But they were, they, I, I, I even remember seeing, no, no, there's no update that we can confirm. And then I see a tweet on this actual article saying, of course there was an update. Why would we hide that? <laughs> what yeah. the hell, Google? <laughs> this sounds like a particular politician I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't going to go there. I know, or, I know. Are you, are you talking about your guy or ours? Uh, I'll leave it to everyone's imagination. Okay. <laughs> um, Obviously, so, uh, there was an update. Why would we deny that? That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then actually, John was asked some more specifics about it, and he didn't 
come out and exactly say this is what it was, but somebody said, we're seeing a loss of traffic after Fred came out. We're seeing our rankings drop down. You know, is there a reason why this could be happening? And John went on and on and on in about two paragraphs about (laughs) quality site. Your site should be quality. Take a step back and don't just look at minimal quality changes. Look at the big picture quality. And so he he said quality about 20,000 times. (laughs) I don't really believe that that's the issue. Uh, maybe it isn't that particular site, but you know, that's uh, a pretty broad answer. Yeah. Do better. This is essentially what he's saying. I'm like, I don't think so. I think that I, I, I would, I'd be surprised if, if this wasn't true, that there were many sites that were feeling the pinch and they had decent sites. We've seen that a lot happen from Google. They're usually yeah. better. They're getting better, but see, and I think it comes down to when they, the quality is a weird word right now because you know, if someone's writing an, a, a piece of content about a 401k program, right? There's probably 20,000 articles on the internet about 401k programs. I'd say at least a thousand of those are really good quality articles, right? Yeah. So if you're Google and there's a thousand good quality articles on the same topic, you know, how, and then somebody writes something that stands out, you know, on that topic that's different or, you know, that's, I think that's where they're going at, you know, is, Finding, taking quality and making it beyond just a good quality article, but making something that stands out, you know, above and beyond what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Very good point. Quality is uh, many dimensional these days. So uh, I think uh, you have to put a lot of thought into it. As I was saying, authority building plans is something we do a lot of and, and ensuring that the content we pr- we recommend isn't just going to be like one of those. One of those ones is just, hey, another good article on this. No, it's got to be over-the-top good if you're going to try and go for one of those. Um, and it's even better if you can cite some of them, get them to show up uh, as you know other great articles within your article. I mean, there's no harm in that. You're, as long as you've made your article overwhelmingly better. And, and yep. that's lost on many people, but it's, it's the case. Well, this has gone a bit long, so uh, I have to say on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Local, Thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you would like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google. Have a great week, and remember to tune in to future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on cranberry.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 